The hosts feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to. Well, we've warned you. Hello and welcome once again to the Frankencast. I'm the mad scientist Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm joined as always by... The burning dummy with the weird eye that is Eric Velasquez. My pronouns are also he, him. And hey, we got a special guest. <laughs> yeah, um, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hello, my name is Ryan Nanny. My pronouns are as uh, as well he, him. Um, I don't have like a good character name. I wasn't. I didn't come prepared with that. I, uh, I we, apologize we for that. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of become our running gag that I just stay the mad scientist and Eric comes up with something new every week. Can I be the town hangman? Does that <laughs> yeah. work? Okay, great. Perfect. <laughs> so, um, well, one thing we, I, you know, I talked to you online and, you know, you said you were pro-Frankenstein, so we thought we'd have you on. And one thing like, we kind of ask people is, why Frankenstein? What What is it that draws you to Frankenstein? So... I read Frankenstein, the Mary Shelley's Frankenstein in college as part of, I don't remember exactly what part of the uh, course it was, but I remember reading the novel. It's like, oh, this is, this is way more layered and nuanced and complex and has all these twists and turns that go way, way beyond what sort of the simplified pop culture version of Frankenstein is. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because in the same class we've read Dracula, and Dracula has, like, it's not that Dracula's bad, but, like, what people sort of think of Dracula as is not that far off from (laughs) what the original source material is. But it's just really, like, I don't know. The whole, the idea that, like, in the original material, Frankenstein, the monster, talks... Mm-hmm. And like, and, and can right, and can plot, and can like frame people for murder <laughs> and things like this. And it's just so wild. It's like, how did we get from that to like? I, I guess you, the like universal yeah. mm-hmm. is sort of the stereotype that we all go to. So yeah, I I I think it's just really interesting that. It's a piece of culture that has stayed with us really effectively, but has totally changed <laughs> from what it started out as. Like, I think that's just really interesting. Yeah. That's one thing that's made this kind of fun. Like, uh, if you do, like, a Dracula series like this, the movies are going to be relatively similar. And yeah. we definitely have some that try to follow the source material a little bit more closely. But, yeah, week to week, you know, it, it can be very different. Uh, yeah. So it keeps us on our toes and keeps things fresh. You can, uh, having a fr- erotic rights of Frankenstein is, uh, <laughs> is something <laughs> compared to like just your run of the mill Frank- army of Frankenstein. Yes, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. 
So had you seen this movie? Or so we're talking about Lady Frankenstein, Lady I guess I should say. Right, you know, you right. can see it in the title, but. Um, <laughs> Had you seen this before? No, no. Like, uh, if, full transparency, you sent me the list of, like, here are some of the choices that you have. And I did, like, a little light Googling and wikipedia on them. Mm-hmm. And when I read the plot summary for this one, I was like, yes, I picked this one. <laughs> I picked Lady Frankenstein. Nice. And I was... And it... It definitely delivered on what the plot summary said it was going to I be. I mean, there is a Lady Frankenstein, right? <laughs> yes, 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 that's correct. <laughs> You know, honestly, I respect this movie because it's done something that Anthony and I have been talking about, and that's um, in a lot of the movies. Like, okay, we'll we'll say Frankenhooker, and uh, what Frankenstein? Well, not 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 as much Frankenstein creates woman, but a lot of it has been through the male gaze, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been oh, let's pick out the pieces of the girl that we want. Yeah, and this one <laughs> is the girl picking out the pieces of the guy she wants yes mm-hmm. yes, yes so that's fascinating that's that's yeah. a new one on us yeah it's definitely one of the most feminist frankenstein movies we've watched yeah i think this is our first like well it's not our first real femme fatale doctor because we had those in what the earlier frankenstein movies like the hammer mm-hmm. I think one of the hammer horror movies yeah and there's like the frankenstein's daughter movie with santa there's there we, we yeah, run into female santa. doctors occasionally but not not usually one that is this one's active yeah yeah considering her the context for her even being in in this time and place mm-hmm. is more or less like i finished med school <laughs> like yeah i'm a surgeon is, yeah like it doesn't set her up to be like oh she's she's has this plan and she's but she shows up and spoiler the minute her father dies at the hands of his creation she's like I have I have thoughts, I have ideas, I have improvements to offer. Like I'm picking she, up this ball and running is, with it, right? Yes. She is in no way like slowed down or dissuaded by what just happened. She's just like, all I see is room for improvement. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Alright, well let's get into this real quick. Yeah. So alright, we open up with a bunch of guys digging a grave. Which is par for the course with Frankenstein. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So they, like, steal a whole coffin. They don't even, like, just take the body. They put the whole coffin in the back of, like, a horse-drawn wagon. They're not concerned. Um, and take it to the to a castle. Did you all notice that as, like, they were going in through the castle gates, the wagon just, like, hit the wall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the back wheels, like, kind of hopped, like, when you hit a curve or something. I don't think that was intentional, but it was pretty funny. It kind of, it, it at least fits with the, um, the motif that these characters, the grave-robbing characters constantly drinking oh yeah they're all all drunk all the time all of the time (laughs) yeah they're definitely not like even like the leader is not the most like adept guy at all and and his stooges are even worse yeah i i do like his uh motto of hey listen i don't trust any guy that drinks (laughs) he drinks the most Uh, so of course they're taking the coffin to Baron Frankenstein, um, and they you know exchange you know he pays him for it, and then he's like, but I, I want something fresher. I need something that's only been dead a couple hours. Lynch is the name of the the main guy, and they kind of haggle basically about like how much we're going to pay for a fresh corpse, and finally settle on three hundred. I think wasn't it? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. So Lynch and his crew leave. And Frankenstein and his partner Charles unload the corpse and just like stuff it in this cabinet. They've got like 
It's like a cabinet of curiosities, basically. <laughs> Can we break down this lab? Because this is one of the most beautiful labs I think we've seen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one, uh, there is a skeleton hanging on the wall. Well, I should say it's not a skeleton. It's pieces of a skeleton. It's the chest and the pelvis with the uh, skull on the, the desk nearby. Love that. That's a great like wall decoration. Very doom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then we have the wildly, uh, wildly dangerous gas lamp uh, <laughs> candles. <laughs> yeah. You guys notice how far those things were spewing flames? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. We got the dummy on the table, and you know, of course, uh, I mean the monster. I'm sorry. And uh, we've got a bunch of you know just generic uh, lab equipment on the back. But for some reason, I love the raised dais. That's very D and D. Right? Yes. Yes. It serves no. It's not like the tables can sort of like raise up or lower or anything that we see. Mm-hmm. Like it serves no purpose. It's just sort of like. This is this is where I will go to make a pronouncement about <laughs> exactly science and man and God. Science. Yeah. <laughs> and this like it's pretty common to have like various glass beakers and bowls yeah. with like bubbling liquid, but I think this has the most we've ever seen. Just like all connected to each other, bubbling through. Uh, yeah, there's and they, and they all appear to be the same too. Like that yeah. that kind of because th- in my head, if you're designing. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein's lab, it's like, okay, some of them should be, like, kind of steaming or something, and some of the, you know, they should be different colors, but it's just like, yeah, we just got blood in different containers, basically. (laughs) They're distilling the blood. Yeah, they're not labeled. We don't really know what's what. It's just a bunch of blood. (laughs) Like, it starts off as as basic blood in the beginning, and then it ends up as, like, 100 proof blood at the end. (laughs) Yes, that's right. We're making blood gin. Yeah, blood gin. Uh, once they like get the body put away uh you know they like you said we have kind of like a pronouncement where frankenstein kind of goes on his rant about that this is his life goal this science and everything and he has an interesting take because usually it's like victor just assumes everything's going to be perfect until it's not and then he's like oh no this is a failure but he's like i don't really care if this turns out as a nightmare or a dream all I want is to create life. I don't. I don't yeah. care what happens after that. So he's he's fine with making a monster. He's he's cool with that. He's already in it. And plus, this Victor actually says, "You know what? This we're not we're not about God here. We're about man." <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's he's he has no qualms. Um, very dogged. Very very dogged at this point. <laughs> Uh, and Charles is like, hey, um, Tanya's gonna be arriving soon. What are we gonna do about that? And Frankenstein's like, you don't, we're not saying a word to Tanya about what's going on. <laughs> <Tell her> nothing. <laughs> Which, that always works out well, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and I think pretty much from there, like, he sends Charles to bed, and then it's like the next morning. And... He sends his lab assistant to bed, like a, <laughs> like a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, yeah, Tanya arrives the next morning, and we find out that Tanya is Frankenstein's daughter. Uh, you know, obviously the Lady Frankenstein of the title here. We also get to meet uh, Thomas, right? Yeah, Thomas. As, as forward-thinking as this movie is in a lot of ways, Thomas is definitely the, the hardest part. <laughs> like, sure. he's, he's the, like, you know, the stereotype of, like, the mentally handicapped guy. Like, 
he's the simple Jack from Tropic Thunder, yeah. basically. It's it's yeah, it's flowers for Algernon, right. more or less, is what's going on here. Yeah, quite literally, I think. To <laughs> yeah. a degree, which will lead to some really dicey stuff later on. We'll get to. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, and Tanya's like, "Hey, that Th- that uh, Thomas kid, he, he's looking pretty fit. That guy." <laughs> Yeah, and like the whole reason we meet him is because Charles is using him to carry her luggage around. Right. She starts talking to Charles and her father, and goes on about you know she just finished med school, and you know she's a she's a surgeon now, and wants to help with her father's work. He's like, you mean the work on animals that I do? Yes, the work on animals that we do. <laughs> Animal <laughs> transplants. Yep, yeah, that's what's happening here. But even right away, she's like, I've got ideas for bigger things than animals. And he's like, oh, do you? <laughs> Humans, bam. So she's ready. She's yeah. there. Yeah, but even still, he's not telling her what's up. So she really thinks that he's only messing with animals. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, she's she's on the same page as him, even though she doesn't know it. And then we go back to Lynch and his crew. And they're very excited because there's a guy that's getting ready to be executed. That's going to be perfect for their fresh corpse. Jack Morgan, the most pirate-sounding name I think we've heard so far. <laughs> and, like, they're just pumped about Like, they're not... There's right. no no sort of, like, remorse or sadness about a person. Like, they're just like... But, but, but in their defense, everybody's pumped about it. Everybody like, is oh, pumped it's, about it. It's, it's very much like how we're told hangings used to be, where, like, the whole... It's a social event. Mm-hmm. The whole town comes out. There's, like, kids. There's a band playing, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yep. Like, and people are, like, pumped. People are like, all right, it's hanging day. Yeah. I, I've been waiting. I've been waiting a week for this. I mean, come on, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, even, you know, Victor and Charles are there, and then Tanya pulls up in a carriage, and they're like, no, we don't want you to see this. Like, this is too gruesome. Right, she's like, oh, honey, <laughs> I'm a licensed surgeon. I've seen way worse than this. Yeah, and it, it definitely feels like, I mean, like, obviously Frankenstein is trying to protect her from, like, the gruesome side of his work, but she's, like, into it. You know, it's not just like, oh, yeah, I've seen death with surgery. She's like, no, I want to see this guy get hanged. Like, I'm right. I'm curious. Like, this this has piqued my interest. Can we talk about um, the hanging itself? <laughs> yes, we can. So they set this guy up. They, they put the noose uh, on him, and uh, they set him up. Turns out to be, it's a well, it looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is they they knock out whatever you know he's standing on where the opening to the well would be so that he falls into it mm-hmm. <laughs> and y'all he falls for like what feels like seven seconds right <laughs> before yeah, that's a big like, ass well there's not even necessarily a moment where like the rope runs out and you like see it all go taut mm-hmm. it just like if you told me he just fell to the bottom of the well and the rope just kept coming with him i'd be like yeah i believe that it's it's a baffling setup that they've got going here in part because i'm like nobody's using this well right we're not just like hanging people in the town's drinking water are we right (laughs) okay let me let me posit this for you real quick they had the guy on a cart yes they just needed to throw the rope over a branch yes. and drive the cart off. That was yes. only unnecessary. Yes, yes. yes. Like, we. Every other movie makes it seem like you need, what, maybe five feet of drop <laughs> to hang somebody effectively? Yeah. But this town, they're like, nah. We're getting 30, stories. baby. That's right. 
would have happened if the room had snapped? Who's going down there to retrieve that body? <laughs> I, I think I think in that in that instance, just like well. You've died in a different manner. <laughs> You've been left in a well to die. It's less humane. We apologize, but this is where we had a rope party. The rope well party. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... I have never seen this this method before in, in any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's also like once... You know, you would think one of the advantages to hang somebody in a traditional style is like, all right, well, and then the body's just right there. Now you gotta go get this dead guy out of this 30-foot well. That sucks. Yeah. yeah, you're either dragging him up or tying the rope to a horse or oh, something. Oh, man, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I'm sure that that never happened in real life, but I'm curious what the reasoning for it in the film, like, why they were like... <laughs> maybe it was just, like, easier to not have to do, like, a harness or something. But, Probably. Uh, yeah, All it's, I know is is that one of uh, Lynch's buddies is really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, right at the, the well watching it go down, and they're, yeah, they're very thrilled. Mm-hmm. We also meet uh, the inspector, Harris. Harris, yeah, who is played by Mickey Hargaday... Mm-hmm. Um, who was like a muscle man in a lot of like horror movies back in the day and was married to Jane Mansfield and is father to Mariska Hargaday from the Law and Order movies or movies show. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we have a lot of like shithead cops in these. He's like actually like a pretty smart cop. He's he's definitely smug, but yeah. he's like one of the most competent ones we've seen in a while. He is the most competent. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he, he understands when people are bullshitting him. Mm-hmm. And he has no problem calling it out. He's like, all right, that's... Or being like, all right, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever you say. And like, that was bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, he's antagonistic towards Lynch right off the bat. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, that's one of your buddies that we're about to drop. Uh, hopefully one day we get to see you hang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, their sort of banter is really fun, because, like... Mm-hmm. They, they both hate each other, but they can't do anything about it yet, so they just, like, talk shit at each other. Right. Uh, yeah, so it's it's fun. Oh, sorry. I hate to take a couple steps back. But for those of you who like to hear funny things, uh, I swear to you that at 1825, 18 minutes, 25 seconds, uh, as Morgan is spitting at, at the cross uh, <laughs> that the preacher holds up to him, I swear to you that someone screams out, Hail Satan. <laughs> so listen for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that might be an audio illusion. You know, maybe I. No, I, I, I refuse to go back and check. I, okay. I, I, I insist that it's true. I want it okay. to be true. Okay. That and that's interesting. So this movie, um, you know, it was filmed in Italy, but the director was American, and it was pretty common in Italy at the time that they would get actors from all around the world and just have them speak their native languages and then dub it all in a couple different languages and send it out and apparently the guy that directed this was mainly a dubber like he had like a dubbing studio and was like sought after like he was really good at what he did uh so that's like this movie it has fantastic dubbing like it's yes the only actual person giving their voice is frankenstein joseph cotton everybody else is dubbed by voice actors uh, but yeah, it's interesting. So I mean, if there's somebody saying that, he definitely intentionally put that. So that's that's pretty great. <laughs> right. <laughs> after the hanging, after everybody kind of disperses, we go back to the lab, and we've got Frankenstein and Charles getting back to work. They're just about finished with their creation. It's about time to start, and instantly Tanya manages to find a secret passage and spy on them. Oh, doesn't yeah. doesn't even like 
it, there, it's not even like she, there's a pro, it's not like she hears something and she's like what is that it's not like there's like oh I can feel wind coming she's just like walks to a wall and immediately knows that it's fake <laughs> well no I mean remember she mentions it that she used to actually spy on her dad yes so this is right. this is the that's presumably right. the passage she used mm-hmm. yes that's true you're right you're right but yeah, that she doesn't. That she just immediately assumes that something's going down. Going and it's on, time to go in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, and of course she's right. You know they are working on all of this stuff. You know, so she sees this is not animals. We're working on humans, and she's like, "Oh, cool. That's what I was wanting to do. So let, let's get to work." <laughs> they're like, "Oh no, 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 no! You're my daughter. You can't be involved in this." Yeah, which the way that this movie's kind of structured, like the first third or quarter of it is really focusing on Victor and Charles and she feels like you know a side character which is kind of like it's kind of cool because it it feels sort of like reality you know she's being pushed to the side and then finally she's like no I'm I'm gonna be the main character in my own story my movie god damn it (laughs) yeah yeah I'm you know right not not gonna put up with like the patriarchal stuff that I've learned from my dad I I can do this stuff myself but at this point, you know, of course, Victor's in charge and sends her away. She's upset, but but she leaves. Well, he, he even tries to code it in like, oh, listen, I don't want the cops finding you and implicating you in my crimes. So go on, go mm-hmm. on, and you'll, yeah. you'll be safe. So then we get some of the surgical stuff. You know, they remove Morgan's heart and they put it in an aquarium tank <laughs> thing and jumpstart it and so it's like yeah it's just beating there in the tank and they they i think they talk about the like we can keep this going indefinitely until we're ready to put it in the creation but once we put it in a body we've got to have a massive lightning uh or electricity source or it'll die for some reason somehow (laughs) (laughs) and then it's like victor goes upstairs and starts to kind of he's like okay i'll tell you what i'm up to tanya and so he kind of like talks about his experiment a little bit but then a storm happens and he's like Oh, shit. <laughs> I got stuff to do. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, he runs back downstairs, and we've got... The the lab is, like, in full force now. Everything's bubbling. There's sparks. There's, you know, all the cool stuff's going on. And right as they're getting ready to do the brain transplant, Charles is like, oh, uh, wait, there's a... It's like a tumor or a lesion or something. It's it's on the hypothalamus. That's like that's a that's a problem. We can't use this brain. Right. And Frankenstein's like, fuck it, we're doing this live. <laughs> we're just well, going for it. He tells him like we have to fix it. And yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's how brains work. <laughs> I don't th- it's not like a Lego figurine where you're just like, Oh yeah, we just like if it's busted, I'm pretty sure it's just but if there was a way that you figured out like, oh yeah, we can just repair brain trauma. Yeah. Guys, you have a whole separate line of work going. You should go do that. Right. <laughs> right. To make a lot more money, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like get respect from science and not, you right. know. Right. Right. Not be weird outcasts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, Victor's like, we've worked so hard. The storm is, I got to do it. Like, I can't wait any longer. So Charles is like, all right, fine. So they put the brain in, put the heart in, um, and they attach this like lightning rod visor helmet kind of thing to the monster, which is a unique thing. I've not seen that particular tool before. Uh, and they raise him up a little bit into the ceiling. And then we get the most flappy bats I think we've ever seen in one place. Like so many flappy bats. he just gets swarmed by like hundreds of them. I got excited. I was like, are we getting a Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> is that what's happening now? Nope. 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 Just poor castle maintenance. Yeah, just poor castle maintenance. I love it. Apparently, these bat. I saw something that these bats 
were also used in Flesh for Frankenstein. The guy that Amazing. did the special effects kept them in a box and he brought them to the net and used them again. <laughs> How excited was he that day? Do you think? He's like, I get to bust out my bats. Oh, oh yeah, I told I You know what? Deborah said I shouldn't bother keeping these bats. And now who's looking stupid? <laughs> right. Amazing. And so then, you know, lightning rod, of course, we get the lightning strikes, but the visor thing, not not such a great method because the, the creature's face just catches on fire. Oh, man. And the way the way Frankenstein puts it out is amazing. Just like, well, we'll throw a towel on it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> just pats it down. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like, it's an interesting, it's like a good explanation for why the monster looks like a monster. You know, sometimes sure. it's just like, I don't know. I, I I built him, and suddenly I think he's hideous. But it's like, oh no, he's horribly scarred because his face was on fire. He's, he's been in a lightning accident. <laughs> right. yeah. Versus a lot of times, oh no, it's a terrible monster, and it's just a guy. Yeah. Right, right, right. But beyond, like, so the lightning strike causes like he's one side of his face is all scarred up. One of his eyes is kind of like bulging out, kind of got like a two face quality to him. But then the top of his head is just kind of like bulbous and has like toothpicks sticking out of it everywhere very large yeah. it's it's an incredibly large head <laughs> that was yeah. a lot of brain to put in that <laughs> yeah yeah and it's, this is I, I think also the part where victor says like i don't care that he's ugly yeah. like again i just want him to be alive right. i do not and and that's also a really interesting departure from the source material in a lot of versions of this where it's like i'm going to create this perfect wonderful thing and he's like no man i just want to make something alive that wasn't before Mm -hmm. that's it that's the only goal yeah because you like at first the once he puts him out like the creature doesn't get up and and uh you know victor's kind of disappointed but yeah because usually it's as soon as victor sees the monster wake up he's like oh that's i've created a monster i've you know uh i need to abandon this but this victor is like he's down that he just as long as he'll wake up that's all all that matters And, and, you know, finally, he, you know, as he's kind of complaining that he failed, we see the monster kind of moving in the background and he gets up uh, and he's like, um, you know, starts kind of, you know, he's like step forward and the creature kind of like, you know, stumbles towards him and he's super excited about it. Like Victor is just pumped. Like everything has gone according to plan. He's not disappointed by <laughs> anything that's gone on. No, he's like, uh, Charles, go get Tanya. We, we need her to see this. <laughs> And the second that they're alone, the the creature just bear hugs him to death. death. Yep, yep. He just loved squeeze, Frankenstein just, so much. Just squeezes his insides out, basically. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's 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 a wrap on Joseph Cotton, basically. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure, like, he was the only like big name actor in this, and I bet that was like the deal was like, we'll we'll pay you big money. You you only need to be on set for three days or whatever. Yes. And, yeah. Get you out of there. Like, I'll I'll do two and a half. I'm not yeah. doing more. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I mean, he was in like you know Citizen Kane. Like this is a, a well-respected actor. Um, you know, it, it, this is definitely near the end of his life, where I'm sure he's just like I could use a paycheck. Whatever, right. I'll take whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, and I get to go to Italy. Okay, cool. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, you know, of course. Charles and Tanya come back in all excited. They're going to, you know, he's, Charles is going to show her the monster. And then 
nope, you know, there's Victor laying there dead, and they see the monster, like, leaving. <laughs> he just, like, takes off out, like, a, a back hallway, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, we've got to figure out what to do now, because that's my dad's legacy on the lamb. Right, and Charles' like, oh, we got to go to the cops. The cops <laughs> can stop this guy. Yeah, and, and you can tell, like, Charles, you know, he's he's the, the the sidekick, and so now he's just immediately gravitated, now he's Tanya's sidekick. Yep, right. Uh, and and she's, she's immediately, she's like, no, we don't go to the cops. That's that's Dad's legacy right there, baby. Sucker behavior. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be narcs about this. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, we got to do everything we can to protect Dad's reputation, and she's you can tell she's already, like, got plans. Mm-hmm. But then we see outside, the creature is now roaming the countryside and finds this couple laying in the grass, making we're, out. We're going to have nudity quite a bit from <laughs> yeah, here on uh-huh. out. So. Yep. <laughs> this, so, like, the guy is wearing jeans <laughs> and the, the woman is fully naked. Like, fully naked, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't think that works out naked, But, like, doesn't even appear to have clothing nearby. <laughs> She's just roaming around the countryside like, naked like the monster. Yes, yeah, just showed up naked for this date, perhaps. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I wore jeans. I'm way overdressed. Right? <laughs> right. Uh, and the, the monster just goes up to them, like kind of knocks the guy out of the way and just picks up the girl. And he books it. Yeah. That dude, not for a second does he think about trying to protect her, nope. trying to give her a chance to get away. He is just, it is the most amazing act of selfish cowardice right. you, you could possibly see in a movie. Self-preservation kicked it yes, off to that guy. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> He's like, I just barely knew her. She just showed her naked. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, so then the the creature just chucks her into a river. Right, he did and, a Maria. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely the echo of the of Maria, the little girl in the the original Universal movie, and kind of like the opposite because there is like in the book he rescues a girl from a river that's drowning. Yes, right. Uh, so definitely, this is not you know not the creature from the novel. No. No. <laughs> no. Then we cut back to the castle, and of course, Harris has shown up and, you know, wants to know what's going on. Tanya and Charles try to lie, and, like, you can tell Harris is not buying any of it. He's, he's poking holes in their story left and right. <laughs> and he's got, like, a real, like, Columbo kind of vibe to him. Like, he's... Yeah. <laughs> I think he literally does do the one more thing at Just some one point. More thing. <laughs> uh, and, but, like... For as competent as Tanya is, like when when Harris leaves, Charles is like he did not buy that, and she's like, "No, we're good." <laughs> he just tried to impress me. Yeah. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hubris. Your name is human, not just man. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so we we cut back to the river, and now some fishermen have found the the drowned girl. So we get to get another naked scene with her now dead. Mm-hmm. But then the monster finds them and attacks one of them as one runs away. Yes. I think the one he attacks, is it, he's one of the grave robbers, right? So this is a tricky part yeah. of this movie, is that a lot of the actors in the like secondary and tertiary roles look alike and are dressed very Very similarly (laughs) and like they're they're not distinctive enough for you to know like oh this is clearly who that guy you know Mm -hmm. so there were a lot of times where i was like is this 
one of is this one of the grave robbers or is this one of the like police guy's friend like yeah. it, it gets real murky I think point. we do so find out that he was yeah. one of the grave I just wrote him down as Emeril, young Emeril Lagasse I wrote Emeril Lagasse <laughs> too <laughs> that's so funny he, he, he looks a lot not, like Emeril Lagasse I mean, yeah. I guess, you know... What Italian. we didn't know was Emeril Lagasse tried acting in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> but the other... The, the guy who gets away carries the girl with him. Like, so he, he manages to get her, her body away. And then we just cut to Lynch waking up to a knock at his door. Hey, who is that? That's Harris! Yeah. So, you know, again, Harris is, you know, suspicious that Lynch and his people are up to no good. And of course, you know, I think this is where, like, I gathered that it might have been one of Lynch's people because that's why Harris went to him. But Harris says he comes to him because he's like, there was a bar fight last night. Yeah. Because your boys were arguing over who was going to pay the check for everybody else. And they don't have that much money. Yeah, what are you like, doing? To get them that so, much money? It's so it's so bizarre the like sequence that is like I'm here to talk to you about <laughs> a place that you weren't and right. people who have money and where did it come? It's it's really strange sort of setup. So we're gonna we're gonna gloss over the fact that uh, Lynch has just walls and walls of naked women. Yep. <laughs> and not Correct. only that, but one just springs up in the middle of his bed. I I will say I do like um I do like that our detective basically walks in and is and and immediately just starts talking shit about it. so much he's shit. Like, and he's like, wow, this is so impressive. This looks like an insane asylum. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no wasted space. All just vulgarity. It's all new- tasteless vulgarity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it is. So, like, he, he picks up, there's like a glass with like a bottle next to it. He's like, oh, you're drinking alone? And then that's when this right, girl just springs up out of the bed. Yes, not alone. <laughs> yes. And so, like, they've had this whole conversation with her just tucked in under the sheets. Uh, and she just pops up. And then Lynch just, like, pushes her back down and tucks her back in. Right. <laughs> right. She is also, he is, Lynch is fully dressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is fully naked. Like, yeah. Like, this is the, I think. The third woman we've met in the film, mm-hmm. and two of them have been completely naked for the entirety of their appearance. Well, listen, we'll get pretty close to 100% here <laughs> yes. in a bit. Yeah, yeah. There's one, there's one character who's going to throw off our, yeah. our odds down the line, but we'll get there. <laughs> The, the whole conversation with it's it's sort of like they're playing chicken with each other yeah. uh, Lynch isn't going to tell Harris anything and Harris doesn't have enough evidence to really do anything about it just yet well he does kind of admit that he's a lone shark and he has his, he has his leg breakers go out and, and collect, collect his money for him yeah 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 but I guess that's as Legal? long as there's yeah as long as there's no violence he can send debt collectors out or but yeah he, anyway there's there's not enough to, to prosecute Lynch for this oh yeah so because he talks to him about that and then when he goes outside that's when he finds out about the dead girl so he yeah, wasn't right. even aware of it yet at that point right um, yeah, Peter his assistant yeah. yes and he's like I, we heard rumors that she was attacked by a big monster or something and Harris is like Nah, that doesn't sound right. He's kind of continuing his investigation. Meanwhile, there's like a bunch of villagers that are like, is it time to form an angry mob? Can we, can we mob up? <laughs> we want to mob up right now. Guys, I talked. we talked about this. Yeah. You can't do this every time there's one death. You just can't. <laughs> but they said monster. <laughs> <laughs> and also, props to Harris for being like, Peter, you go deal with this. I, I'm, I cannot be fucked. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I got better things to do. Right. 
And then we go back to the Frankenstein place and Tanya is like, all right, Charles, what we need to do is fight fire with fire here. So we need to just make another, another monster. monster. <laughs> and then that one can kill the first monster. Problem solved. Right. <laughs> And yeah, Charles is not by that plan. He's, he's you, you know, he's like, I, I heard rumors already in the village. They they know there's a monster on the loose. Like, we're going to make things worse. We, we don't need to double the amount of monsters in town. Right. And she's like, no, no, no. He's, he's, he's an executioner. That's what he is. <laughs> then we just see her visiting Lynch. And she's like, I'll give you 500 bucks if you get me a brand new corpse. But he's got to be strong. I need a big, tough guy. Well, because Lynch is creepy and greasy, he says, your money's no good here. You have another way to pay. <laughs> I don't think we need to go too much further with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and she is not, yeah, I mean, she's just kind of like, no, I, I will pay you money, but I'm not interested in anything else. Um, and and she even she's like, well, you know, I've got all my dad's journals, and uh, your name shows up a few times, so maybe you should cooperate with me. And he's like, yeah, but your dad's name is in there a lot too. <laughs> so Lynch knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, so they've kind of reached a standoff in their blackmail attempts. Uh, so she leaves and then goes straight home and is like, Charles, guess what? Lynch just tried to pull. And instantly Charles is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck him up. Like, <laughs> yeah, and she's yeah. like, oh, wait, you've got a thing for me, huh? <laughs> right. She pretty much calls it out there. And then she's like, oh, yeah, you've always had a thing for me, haven't you? It's, it's not even just that. It's that she goes as far to say, like, the only reason you stayed working with my father on this project was because you were in love with me. Yep. He's been doing this for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. And she would have been a very young child oh, no, for a I lot of that time. That. <laughs> like, there's a lot about that that I was like, and he's like, yeah, that's absolutely true. Like, Charles is gross. This is wildly fucked up. <laughs> yeah. This is wildly fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, like, you know, he's literally old enough to be her dad, like, you know, was friends with her dad. So, yeah, definitely creepy. It's 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 an interesting scene because it's like, oh, she is real. Like, I think based on her encounter with Lynch, because she's talked about, like, the hardest part about being uh, a surgeon is be it's it's it's, he, he says her dad says to her, like, was it hard being a Frankenstein? And she's like, actually, it's a lot harder being a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the part that's hard. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the moment where she's like, all right, I'm going, if if everyone's just going to treat me like a sexual object, I'm going to use that to my advantage and get the shit that I want. And that's where she successfully, mm-hmm. like, basically takes the same plan. I can't emphasize enough that it's the exact same plan to build another monster mm-hmm. But because she makes it like, hey, there's sex in this for you. Right. He's like, well, now I love this plan. Now I think this is definitely the way to go. Well, it it, it is interesting because as we spoke about earlier, she's like, yeah, I love you have a big, beautiful brain. Yes. (laughs) It would look so good in Thomas's body. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I mean, she she puts that on the table like right away. She's just like, yes. you know, you're you're older, you're not going to be around much longer, but we could give you a young body, a virile body, and then we could be equals. You know, it would be your brilliant mind and my brilliant mind and in our young, healthy bodies. Uh, and he's like, how would we do that? And she's like, well, you know, we we made we 
did the brain surgery once and we've got thomas he's right. <laughs> you know if you, and he's like do you think you could love me and she's like if you look like thomas <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but your brain <laughs> we gotta infer your brain his body yeah because because when she says he's like oh so you actually just love thomas and she's like no thomas is you know, I'm not, like i can't deal with him like i, I need somebody i can talk to thomas like, is I'm, I'm horny for thomas right it's different. <laughs> yeah i love you horny for him right even he even says like oh so my brain and my heart and thomas's body and yeah she's, she's like, like nah just your brain she's like Thomas's heart is fine. Yeah. Slow down. <laughs> Calm down. Don't make more work for me. Right. So. right. You know, she's like, once that, that goes on, you know, we can we can be married. You can kill the other monster. Everything will be fine. And then we see outside the castle, uh, Lynch has arrived and wants to try to negotiate something. But Thomas is there and Thomas is like, boy. yeah, and he's like, nope, they, they don't want to see you. You know, and... Uh, he doesn't really like he kind of grunts and points nope. like you know mm-hmm. this is yeah. Yeah. you know and then we see that as as lynch is leaving the monster is kind of like up you know behind some shrubs or something and sees and he's like i'm gonna follow that guy i know what's up with him and then he slips down the hill <laughs> he does just <laughs> fall. <The monster> like, <laughs> <laughs> i feel like usually they'd be like let's shoot that again but in this movie they're no, like no. we don't got time that, that works no. it's fine we got the time we get the money keep it <laughs> And then, yeah, inside we see that Charles, he just had an engagement ring, like, on standby. He's like, <laughs> Am I wrong? Did they just have sex, too? Like, it seems like they were both in, like, different, like, night clothes at this point. It's, right? it's unclear. Like, it's meant to, I think, imply that, like, she has... Because there's, like, a scene where she lets him kiss all over her. Yeah, that's right here. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and so I think it's meant to imply more that she's, like, you Taunting can get him. to second base. Okay. <laughs> But until we go through with my plan, right. we're not no having. Home. We're yes, we're not. We're not doing everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it, 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 like he's kissing her neck, and at first she just like dead pan, just like she's not so into dead. it at all. Uh, yes. And then like you can kind of see where she's like, oh wait, I have to pretend like I'm into this. And then she kind of right. starts moving and acting like she's participating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, we see that the monster has caught up to Lynch. Um, who is in flagrante well he's not in flagrante the girl's in flagrante (laughs) yeah Yeah. yes uh yeah so he's this is a a different girl not the girl from earlier and the monster just like beats him to death in front of her (laughs) like she's just in bed screaming while the monster's just like punching him into the ground yeah doesn't he pick him up and like just drop him just throw him on the ground yeah Mm -hmm. and then it's like you can't like he's below camera and you just like the monster's just like punching downward and you can assume he's just like pulverizing one of the things that's fascinating about this version of the monster is he doesn't have like a preferred way to kill no like it varies wild like sometimes it's very like oh very wrestling-y sometimes it's very like I think at one point he like snaps one guy's neck if I remember correctly (laughs) like it's kind of interesting because it's not sometimes it is just sort of like it's like being attacked by a bear where it's just like brute force like limbs coming at you just a lot of heaviness and sometimes it's like wow why does this monster have moves like why does this monster understand weak points and it's so so morgan was a murderer but apparently he was a professional that's right that's right he was like the john wick of his time (laughs) oh no that's the next john wick movie they're gonna put in the super soldier's body 
I would definitely watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the next thing we see is now Harris is there at Lynch's house, like looking at the crime scene, yeah, and he's pissed. Him in. <laughs> he's yeah. like, "You got away! Like I wanted to kill you!" Wow, yeah. It's like, dude, this guy—the guy just died this br- clearly brutal death. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Not nobody him. hated him as much as I did. <laughs> wanted to throw him down the well. <laughs> <laughs> And then meanwhile, we see that the, the monster is just kind of roaming the countryside now. He passes by a farm and yeah. he just kills the farmer and his wife and just like leaves this kid who is like definitely going to need some therapy. Right. Yeah. Smashes dad's head against the wall. And <laughs> what does he do? Just like slap the shit out of the mom? I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. kid's like hiding in a corner, but he sees it all. And the monster sees the kid, too. And it just like doesn't doesn't mess with him. Yeah. Um, which is. Yeah, it's. It's almost like it's playing by, like, predator rules, where it's like, oh, I don't deem you a threat, so I'll move on here. You know, he does look an awful lot like Jason Voorhees in part four. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jason had the same. Jason doesn't hurt kids either, so that makes sense. I think they cribbed some... I think the Friday 13th guys (laughs) cribbed some homework here. (laughs) But yeah, this... Like... Generally, you know, there was the the girl at first, but most of the people he's killing seem to be tied to him in some way. Uh, you know, the grave diggers and stuff. But like, yeah, these farmers, like, I think they're just like in his path, and it's just like rather than walk around you, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we get Harris talking to Tanya and Charles again, and mm-hmm. like he's pretty much laying on the table now. Like, I know you guys are up to something, but I just can't prove it yet. Right, and what does he call Tanya? Does he call her Miss Frankenstein? And then Charles is like, "Oh no, no, no! What's his last name? I forgot." It's like yeah, this, uh, yeah, I forgot too. But yeah, I mean, like, the, 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 so they've already gotten married, as far as yes. they're concerned. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Harris is like, "Oh, okay, yeah." You know, like that just adds more to me being suspicious of this right. whole situation. Mm-hmm. He talks to him about like there's rumors of monsters and stuff, and he gets this is where he does the Colombo thing because he starts to leave and he's like, "Oh yeah, one more thing. Do you believe in monsters?" And Tanya's like, no, of course not. And he's like, oh, this is I, a good line. He's like, I do. <laughs> right? Come on. <laughs> yeah. The one-liners in this movie. Uh, and then we see that even though Lynch is now dead, he's got his his guys are still up to no good. So they're digging up a corpse, and they're like, surely Lady Frankenstein and Charles will want this. What? It's, <laughs> it's it's such a doomed plan. Yep. It's it's like it's not. Nobody has asked them to do this. They're just like, well, we Have know there's ourselves. a market for this, so we would be fools not to. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they haven't figured out the supply and demand thing. Like they mm-hmm. need the demand first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're kind of new to this whole ringleader thing. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's right. That's yeah. right. But then the monster appears and just decimates them. <laughs> and they're like down in the grave. Like he ends up. I don't know what those things are called. Like the big slabs that they use. They would put over some graves to keep them from like floating up or getting dug into or whatever. Yeah. He picks up a the whole one of those and just tosses it down in the the right. grave. And that would have killed them enough if he hadn't already killed them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's that's pretty intense. And I think then again, it's just 
Harris at the crime scene. Like it, it kind of becomes the pattern where we get the monster killing somebody and then Harris showing up to look at the look at the dead bodies. But this is the only point where Harris figures out what's like. Yeah. It's weirdly crucial that the monster killed them here because this is where Harris realizes, oh, they've been digging up graves, mm-hmm. and he tells his guys like. Dig up every dig up every grave that's you know been last dug in the last right? yes right and they're like what do you expect to find and he says nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah oh, so good yeah, yeah 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 so yeah he's he's definitely like got the pieces all put together at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. back at the Frankenstein place Thomas is bringing in presents or yeah whatever. yeah he's carrying all these gifts yeah. I, I, yeah. I, it's I guess it was just an excuse to get him in the house or something mm-hmm. um, and this is the most fucked up scene in the, in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, she, you know, Tanya has Thomas set all the gifts down, and, like, you can tell he's nervous. He's uncomfortable. He's, like, he's attracted to her, but, like, he doesn't really understand those feelings. Like, he's very much like a child. And she sets him on the edge of the bed and just starts undressing. Right. And so, yeah, like, this is this is not a situation that could be consensual. Like he does not know what's happening. Um, and nope. And it's going to get worse from there, folks. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, he, he lays down and she climbs on top of him, which is, you know, I definitely like, I think a symbolic thing that like, she's the dominant one. She's, she's on top here. Like, mm-hmm. um, that's not usually the way you see a sex scene play out in a movie from this time period. No. And this time she's actually enjoying it. So there's emotion there. Yeah. Yeah. She And then we see that Charles is also in the room, kind of like watching from behind a curtain, kind of like... Polonia-sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, he, like, his, he's enjoying this, too. Like, he's, there's some, like, Warrior. kind of Warrior. stuff going on here where he's, like, he's, he's liking what he's watching. Well, it's, it's shot in such a way where... I thought I, I I knew I had a good sense of what was going to happen and like why yeah. he was there. Mm-hmm. But there is a moment where you're like, does she know that he's there or is he just like is this one path this could have taken was he's still not sure about her intentions right. mm-hmm. and this is like him, but that's not what happened. At all. <laughs> this, he is meant to be in the room. Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Is like, oh, he pissed. <laughs> right. Right. But I, I think it's almost like. You know, he's seeing his new body getting test driven. Yeah, you know? and he's like, he's he's, he's looking into his, what he thinks is his future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a preview of a future sex tape that he's gonna get to be. <laughs> 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 oh, can you um, imagine but, the market for that? <laughs> <laughs> but then, of course, as we're we're hinting, he comes into the room where, and you know, Thomas doesn't see him, and he picks up a pillow. Puts it over Thomas's face and right, and and Tanya's basically holding Thomas down mm-hmm. while he's being suffocated yeah. by this other guy. And like you can tell, like it's like I think Thomas and Tanya are both having orgasms as <laughs> oh, as no. Thomas is being killed, and like Tanya like I, bites I, her wrist in this way that's like just super horny, like the <laughs> yeah, like I don't know Thomas, I don't know about yeah, because we can't see his face, so it's sort of hard to say. Tanya is definitely having an awesome time. Yeah, this is her thing. <laughs> an yeah. awesome she's, time. She's found her thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that that definitely corroborates like with her earlier being like, I'm curious about seeing this hanging. Like she's like, No, I'm into this dark shit. Like I am right. I am like, you know, proto goth here. Like I <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's the uh, mold that T- Tiffany Valentine will one day emerge from. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like she's probably the closest character we've ever had in a movie to Mary Shelley. Mm. Like, you know, Mary Shelley was like, she lost her virginity on her mother's grave. Uh, after Percy Shelley died, she kept his heart uh, preserved in her desk for the rest of her life. Like, she was into the dark shit, so, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I don't think she would murder a guy, but, you know, she definitely is into the the dark stuff. Listen, let's not put words into her mouth. (laughs) We don't know what she... (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, at that point, they've got their body ready, but, like, right afterwards, we see Tanya's outside, and a woman comes up and is like, hey, I'm Thomas's sister. Have you seen him? And she's like, no, no, he's, uh, you know, he, he was around, but my dad for my, uh, for my dad's business. Yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> she says, she says to this woman, mm-hmm. who, again, like, this is her brother. Yeah. She's like, maybe he went on a trip. Yeah. <laughs> and she looks at her, and he, she's like, he's never, been he's never left the county. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> He didn't go to Orlando. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if my mentally handicapped brother was leaving town, I think I would know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a thing that happened. But I feel like after every one of these scenes, Tanya's like, I nailed that. Like, yes, so 100%. Good. 100%. <laughs> She's like the original, like, gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so she sends yeah she sends the sister away, and like you said, she's like, yeah, I, I, that was perfect. But immediately we get the sister going to talk to Harris, and it's like, I don't trust what's going on in the Frankenstein house. No, that's Tanya. She's sketchy. I don't believe a word she says. Right, right. And she says that kind of woman can destroy a man for fun, and it's like, yep, well, one hundred percent. You ain't wrong. You nailed it. And Harris is like, I, I, I know, I know something's up here. I'm on it. Like, uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of this. Right. And he's like, wait a second, they don't need those animals. Those aren't animal parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the whole thing was that Thomas was like the animal handler. He cared for the animals, and it's like, well, why are these animals staying around so long if that's the experiment stuff? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so Harris is definitely, like, he's got all of the stuff figured out at this point. Meanwhile, we've got Tanya and Charles discussing the, the procedure while the townspeople have all shown up at the, the police station, and they're like... I have no, I've never heard another man say that he's, pumped his sack, he's going to pump his sack into this other guy <laughs> this many times. <laughs> Not even clock that at all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, blood, blood. uh, No other, no other uh, uh, fluids at all. Don't worry, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and yeah, then like the villagers are like, you know, the we shot, we saw a monster, we shot him, nothing happened, and so that let's 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 pause there because that's great because they're telling they're telling Harris what happened. They're mm-hmm. like, we shot him twenty times, and Harris is like, really? And he's like, okay, probably like ten, and maybe only four of those actually hit him, right. and it just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> So needless to say, Harris thinks Zack is full of shit. Yes, so Harris, like, this is nonsense. But, like, I thought it was just one of the funniest moments in the movie where the townspeople were like, Wee! it was like talking to a seven-year-old. Be like, yeah. we must have shot him 500 times. Really, 500? Yeah. Yeah, this movie, it's, 
it has like it it's not a comedy but it has like dark comedic elements just yes. below the surface like yes it, it doesn't take itself too seriously which is what you want from a movie like this like if it's right, just right. totally grim and straight face it's not going to be as fun but yeah this one this one knows what it's doing right and they they then tell uh harris i believe this is where he, they tell him that yeah they killed everyone but not this one kid for some reason mm-hmm and they, the villagers are like, we're still going to, you know, you fix it or we'll fix it. Uh, the name Frankenstein is six leagues below Satan, and ain't no one worried about who wears that name. How fucking good is that? <laughs> like, that's some, that's some, like, Wild West shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like you can tell, like now they were able to stop the mob earlier, but but they're like, nah, we're our our mob, we're we're getting itchy to to right. form a mob mm-hmm. now. Uh, and Harris is like, let me let me check into this, and then we'll go from there. Back at the house, you know, Tanya's starting to do the surgery, and Charles is like laying on the slab, his head shaved and everything, and he's like, if it doesn't work, it's okay. Like, you know, at least I'm helping you, like, you know, and at at this point, like, I would be responsible for these other deaths, so, like, I'm in trouble no matter what. So, I'd rather die helping you than go into the well. Right, and and her big, the innovation that that she has sort of brought to the table is that they can do the work using i think this is the scene where this gets talked about where they they're basically like we don't need lightning right mm-hmm. we can as we can generate electricity on our own and and make this work yeah. and so it's like, like that's I her, my dad's work yes mm-hmm. this is her like evolution of the process right yeah and it's like she's got a bunch of like like old looking like dry cell batteries that like yes which like did exist at this time so like it makes sense and then she's got like these two rods that go into like this jar of water basically and sparks are going everywhere it's kind of it kind of looks like jump starting a car or something yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's a very fancy version of like using a potato (laughs) to power battery (laughs) yeah And I think really it's just like Fourth of July sparklers that they just lit and suck in water, but it looks great. Like yes. it probably costs like two dollars and looks incredible. Right. right. Yeah. And then of course Tanya's like, "Hey, how do you like to smell my ether rag?" And just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's kind of starting the the surgical process, or no? She she almost starts, and then Harris arrives, and mm-hmm. cock blocks are kind of <laughs> because well, it's. it's... It's so weird because she has to, like, get dressed. She ends up, like, dressed completely differently. Like, she's Previously, she's in her lab outfit. Now she's in this, like, fancy dress. red and black formal gown thing. Mm-hmm. Like, she's piss-pumping those bellows, though. That's, yes. like, frustration. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And she basically, she tells him, she's like, I don't appreciate you coming here. And he's like, I'm trying to solve your dad's murder. Yeah. I think that's cool. Right. She's like, well, and my she's like, oh, she's like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I guess that is the thing you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. And she tries to play off like, oh, my husband's sick, so yes. you probably need to leave. Yes. Yeah. Does does she fall asleep after that? Like, there's a scene later where she's wearing the same dress and she, like, is at a desk and she, like, kind of wakes up. And I'm like, did you forget what you were doing <laughs> briefly? Maybe she's just so exhausted from dealing right. with Harris. I need, guess so. Needed yeah. a nap. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's right, because she gives, like, this weird voiceover. 
Yes. Right afterwards. She's like explaining the entire process. Mm. Yes. How it's going. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But and let's, can we talk about another beautiful line <laughs> where like Harris is like, you know, I know a beautiful woman like you wouldn't lie to me. And she's like, well, has any, any woman like me ever lied to you? And he says, they lie to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he really, he, he really, he, he crushes it in this movie. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, he really is. Like if they made a sequel where he is the main character, I would watch that. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. So then, yeah, we finally get her reviving this new monster. He wakes up right, like this. This seems to work better than the storm, actually. Like, there's not that delay. He, he wakes up pretty much right away. And his face doesn't melt. Right. <laughs> that's another big I mean, that's a bonus. <laughs> yeah, that, that lightning rod attached right to the face. Who would have thought mm-hmm. that wouldn't work? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Harris is talking to Thomas's sister, and he's like, yeah, I think it's Tanya. She's doing all the murders. Like, right, and Marshall. Charles Marshall. That's his his last name. Oh yeah, because he yes. called Mrs. Marshall or Mrs. Marshall. Yeah. At that point, the the villagers have formed a mob and they find the monster and start to attack him, and it he does not go well. The town. <laughs> yeah, he just starts like breaking stuff. Like there's just this whole like he's tossing people out of the way. Like it's not slowing him down at all, and he's just like I'm headed to the castle. Like get out of my way. Their techniques. <laughs> yeah. Everybody who tries to attack the monster in this movie is so fucking trash at it. Like <laughs> they're all like, I think the move is to get as close as possible to the monster yeah. and then do question mark. Nobody is like, we should throw stuff at it. We should try to like set it on fire from far away. We should, like they do try to shoot it, but right. like other than that, the the other move is like I don't know, bum rush him. Right. It's it's so wild how bad everybody and, is. And they're holding torches in hand. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so the monster just kind of keeps going towards the castle, and the the mob's like, well, let's let's follow him at least. We can do that, right? I, I love how he just rips the gate off. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, so good. Yeah. And uh, Tanya is inside working with the the Charles Thomas hybrid. Um, they're doing like Putting reflex tests where he's like catching the paper that she's dropping. Like well, I, she I, puts I, the wig on him first. Oh yes. yeah, of course, because she doesn't yes. want to look at him all you know <laughs> right. ugly and bald. Oh, yeah. you can't be bald, dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then she's <laughs> so like the reflex test makes sense. Like we're gonna see how quick your your brain works or whatever. And then she's like go lift that heavy table and like you could like this is just like i want to see like this is this is hot you know she's like yes. into this yes i want to see what sexy man i can <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. and yeah he somehow you know thomas was just like a normal guy but suddenly now he's like super strong he lifts this right huge ass table covered with all the science gear like it's nothing and doesn't it, none of it tilts or shifts no. at all it's like no. they got it secured in excellent place balance yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, she's definitely like pleased with her work at this point. You know, like the, the the combination worked exactly as she hoped. But then Harris shows up again and is like, "I need to talk to Charles right now." You know, she kind of tries to like keep him away, and then the Charles Thomas hybrid gets into bed and like, gets in like you know like in with the lights out, and you know he's got Charles's voice, so he's able to talk to Harris and convince right. him which, that he's still okay. Which I was like. He wouldn't have Charles. That's not how voices <laughs> yeah. work. Yeah. What yeah, do you mean? You Thomas's don't vocal cords. <laughs> I've seen the documentary film Face Off. I know what right. this is supposed to look like. 
Uh, and what was their plan if Harris was like, no, I'm getting up in your face? Uh, I, 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 you know what? I appreciate that. The, like he had the quick thinking to be like, dude, you're going to get super sick. Yeah. And even Harris was right? like, not interested in that. Versus, <laughs> versus just being Thomas. Being like, yeah. nothing, nothing's going on here. We're all yes. fine. Yeah, yes. that would have made more yeah. sense. Thomas is missing. He could have just been like, hey, guys. Yeah. Boom, problem yeah. solved. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you're, you're, I had a thought. I was like, why don't they just say he's Thomas <laughs> and then pin it on charles and be like he left yeah i don't know he was talking crazy <laughs> i don't know what he did like that's probably your reason but no yeah <laughs> right um uh, and you know again harris is like i know what's going on and charles is like i don't, I don't think he did do you have any anything to, sh to show for it and he harris is like all right i'll be back <laughs> right Char charles actually gets one over on harris this one time he's like what proof well, you got and he also this is also where harris says like look i'm here because i want to keep you alive yep. and this thing is coming for you and therefore i'm gonna hang out here and try to like try we're gonna try our best to like set a perimeter and be, be you know protect you and whatever mm -hmm. needless to say very poor job yeah and it like as soon as harris leaves tanya's like all right let's pack we can get the fuck out of here right and and charles is like no the whole thing was i gotta stop Kill the monster us? like that's our responsibility um i'm the only one who's going to be strong enough to do it right but now and, she has her toy she's like no 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 we gotta go right right, right. <laughs> yeah uh and you know so of course the monster arrives on the grounds and instantly just knocks harris out like <laughs> just <laughs> i swear this thing sneaks up on people right? like he's solid snake it's amazing <laughs> like nobody hears this lumbering grunting seven foot tall thing coming until it's right up on him <laughs> he yeah. took so morgan took so many levels in rogue <laughs> <laughs> without trace yeah exactly <laughs> had to so so yeah now harris is sidelined and the monster just walks right into the house then tanya's like well you know it seems like he's killing off everybody involved in his whole story but the charles body is dead God. so maybe he'll be good like he'll be satisfied and either he'll leave or we can control him we can take over and, and everything will be fine again charles is like no like i gotta do this I yeah do i've got to kill him that's the point like we have to stop him Right, but she kind of lets her hand slip. He's like, wait a second. Regardless of what happens, you still win. Because <laughs> you get a monster out of it regardless. Mm -hmm. That was your whole plan. Yeah. And she's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> she's like, got me. <laughs> Baby. You're right. Still fight. Uh, and, yep, so then the monster bursts in and, you know, the, we get our... Monster fight? Yeah, yeah, we get our monster fight, and she is into that, too. Like, <laughs> it's like the boys are fighting over the popular girl, thing? and she's yeah. like, yeah, I'm, uh -huh. into, I'm into this. Yep. Well, I also got the feeling that she was like, ooh, this is, this is some cool science here. This is like battle bots, but people. <laughs> yeah, well, also, it's, it's her, she's getting the power. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. This is her actually taking that power back. Yeah. Right. Over these two guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, in the process, they smash everything in the lab, as yep. as we're used to seeing at the end of these movies. The mob breaks in around that time, which is Starts also torching everything. <laughs> yeah. 
So then Charles rips off the monster's arm. Mm-hmm. Tanya decides to stab him, but runs completely through her dad's monster, also stabbing her monster, right. Charles. It seems like Charles kind of gets the brunt of it. Like he kind of falls down. The monster kind of turns around and like starts coming for her. Right. Now she realized she fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But thankfully, Charles is not too injured. He pops up from behind the monster with this big ass hammer. Right. <laughs> Smashes like a, it into the monster's head. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that seems to finally take him out. He, he falls down. And this is also Tanya's thing. <laughs> so, let, yeah, so let's pause here. Okay. So now these two are in the laboratory mm-hmm. with a extremely bloody and dead uh, monster 1.0. Mm-hmm. The castle is being besieged by the entire town <laughs> and being lit on fire. Mm-hmm. So what do you do in that what instance? What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> it's immediately just sexy. <laughs> right? Yes. Correct. Correct. They go to town. Which is, which is awkward because at some point during the siege, Tommy's sister has come to the castle. Mm-hmm. And she... Um, and Harris. It's, it's, it's clarified that Harris was only knocked out. Yep. Was not, mm-hmm. was not uh, killed by the monster. And so she finds him and he's like it's on fire like she's like but tommy might be in there and he's like no don't do it you know this isn't what we need to be doing he also goes in and like finds his (laughs) goons and is like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) (laughs) like i yeah i know you love lighting stuff on fire but we're trying to do police work here right you're ruining everything (laughs) so as these two are having their uh ultimate love scene (laughs) in the lab and again this is uh, this appears to be tommy participating in it mm-hmm. that's when Tommy's sister walks in with Harris right well and, and not only that but like as Tanya climaxes Tommy slash Charles just chokes her to death yes yes and yes abrupt ending yeah 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 and, and while he's choking her like it's like she's like oh, okay I'm this is yeah I'm, she finishes with, she's, she's yes. good she's liking the choking for a little bit which I mean it, it is it, I feel like it's left slightly ambiguous <laughs> mm-hmm. as to like how far it went right. but it definitely is strongly implied that like yes he killed her mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. it's yeah it's but they were uh, hoping if there was a sequel she could just come back with a bruised neck and <laughs> yes that's right that's yeah. right that's right yeah and it's like I mean we're seeing his like her face as like with her, her, his hands around her neck and like fire in front of her face and then yeah the end like that's yeah. that is how the movie ends yeah so regardless Tommy's either going to jail or something's happening <laughs> and, and again they're like it's not just that they're in the room with the dead monster they're like three feet away right, from right. who knows they could have been right over the body yeah yeah it was it was oh you know actually here's an interesting thought this is the first time that tanya is in kind of the prone or less powerful like mm. sure that's yeah. true that's true hmm which like not to get like too psychoanalysis but like i think that it kind of becomes uh, like it's a common thing for like women who are in a place of power you know, like feminist women who like they do like to be you know like it's kind of like the S&M thing you know like mm-hmm. you want you want the power and you want the ability to give up the power and, and kind of play with those those roles and I think that's like she's finally in a position where she thinks she can do that and of course uh, it, it doesn't play out very well for her <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> built the wrong man, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it was just is if she hadn't messed up there at the end and, and Charles figured out what was going on, I think it would have been a different ending. But right. yeah, she didn't stick the landing. No. So is that is uh, it, this is a serious question? Is your read that he's doing that out of like conscious like I can't trust her and I'm mad and vengeful or is it when you create these monsters they are prone even regardless of whether their uh, hypothalamus is damaged like they are just prone to this like a Frankenstein's monster is going to rage out occasionally Mm -hmm. like that that was kind of my read on it was that like in the same way that her father didn't really know what he had created Mm -hmm. she thought like oh I've combined these two perfect things but in the end she was overpowered by a thing she didn't fully understand right I you know what I'll be honest with you as much times as she slipped up I feel like it's a bit of both Sure. Call me, yeah. call B, because yeah. she's like, oh, I've I've pulled one over on all these people. I'm so smart, right. and right. everyone's like, eh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think there's definitely something to that. Like, you know, I mean, that's kind of like the underlying thing that we get in pretty yeah. much every Frankenstein movie is that right. it's, it's the, the hubris. It's the yeah. yeah. You you, yep. you have to pay for thinking that you can you know be above God, basically. The lack of humility, right? Yeah. Yeah. That too. yeah. But you know what? Go good for Tanya. You know, <laughs> I mean, like legitimately, she she did hold power in her hand. And, and that's and this is how we end the movie with Tommy's sister being the only woman who's in this film. Yeah, not naked or dead. Who doesn't who doesn't end up completely naked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she. What, what do you think that did to her? Like she <laughs> just comes in, and sees her brother just strangling a lady. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. She was having a pretty bad time <laughs> to start with. Yeah. And I think this whole town is is probably going to need like some group therapy, therapy. sessions. To, like, what the yeah. fuck, guys? This is a weird week. Right. Can we all agree that this is a very bad week. <laughs> the worst week ever. Yeah. Because like, there's a whole separate group of people that have to be like, hang on. We thought Grandpa was in the graveyard for, like, weeks, right. and it turns out he's been in this dude's basement. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He, he's just pieces in this guy's basement now. Right. Like, like this, people are going to eventually put together that, like, the terrifying monster that was rampaging through their town is, like, pieces of friends and family. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not just, like, some out of no like... It, it's like, oh, okay, cool. This is like a Voltron of our neighbors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of grandpa, a little bit. Right. They're probably going to be pretty happy with their decision to burn the, the castle down once yes, they kind of, everything so. shakes out. Yeah. Torch it all and forget about it. That's mm-hmm. right. Live yeah. in denial. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So that was, that was that episode. That was uh, Lady Frankenstein. <laughs> I think this is one of the smarter... You know, we've been watching some real dumb movies lately. Uh, And this one, like, you know, it's fun. You know, it's not... It's not like homework, but I think that this had a little bit more going on to it than than some of the other ones we've been watching lately. There was actually some thought in the writing. And, and like, I think I assumed that, okay, a lot of these, they're sort of like, I don't know, what's the title? And they're sort of like, all right, let's just figure out how we can make it that. And I assumed, like, Lady Frankenstein was just going to sort of be, like, a lazy sort of, like, yeah, and there's a lady in this one. Um, but I, it, it does actually do some 
interesting things with like gender power dynamics and like sexuality and things like yeah there is enough here that you're sort of like okay this is at least a different uh interpretation and spin on what is in many ways like a very straightforward mm-hmm. frankenstein movie the so the funny thing about that is i read this apparently the way that this movie came together there was a producer who had a bunch of money and he had a crush on the actress who plays lady frankenstein and wanted to get a movie with her starring in it and reached out to this director and was like i just got this script called lady dracula and i want my girlfriend to be in it and he's the real charles so they started production like they were they were kind of getting things ready to go and then the director was like okay where's the script uh, and then it turned out that the guy had not bought the rights, and the guy who owned the rights were like, "I'm not, I'm not selling the rights." And so they were like, we don't have a script now. So the director called a friend who was a writer and was like, "I was going to do this Lady Dracula movie, and it just fell through." And he's like, "Well, what if we do like Lady Frankenstein or something?" And so like they they threw, this, they threw this script together in like a week or two, and like it's it's really good considering it's that. pretty it's very competent right. considering all of that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, if they had only given him like two weeks, this would have been <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, do we have anything else? I, th- I think that's that's everything I've got. No, no, it was it was a treat. All right, Ryan, do you, go ahead and. Yeah, you have anything you want want to plug? I know you've got this this project you've got going sure, on. Sure, yeah, I'm I'm. Uh, if you have a podcast and you want me to be on it, uh, whether or not I'm qualified, uh, as unqualified as I was to be on this one, for instance, um, you can reach out to me, Ryan.nanny at gmail.com. Uh, and I'm also a regular co-host of a college football podcast that mostly talks about not college football things, uh, the Shutdown Fullcast. Most recently, uh, we started an episode with an extended discussion of King Ralph. The- <laughs> oh, man. I haven't so. thought about that forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think ultimately we decided that while King Ralph must have been deeply offensive to uh, people in Great Britain, mm-hmm. uh, Irish uh, oh, yeah. and Indian audiences must have loved it. <laughs> must have thought it was amazing. <laughs> Well, that, yeah, I'm, I'm not very well versed in college football, but yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> not great college football, but I know King Ralph. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, Andy, where can they find us? Uh, yeah, so you can find us on all, all the socials at The Frankencast. You can email us at thefrankencast at gmail.com. We're also on YouTube, and you can find us over at patreon.com slash thefrankencast. Well, Anthony, what do we got lined up for next week, buddy? <laughs> So you usually have the teaser for the next week, but I feel like it's my responsibility to own up for this terrible thing that I have done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So a lot of times, you know, we'll do a series, uh, you know, movies that are connected, sequels and stuff like that. But sometimes things can get a little samey when you're doing, you know, a a series. So we had two series that we wanted to check out that both of them seem like they might be a little overwhelming to do all in a row. So yeah. we're we're gonna split them up and do them back and forth every other week for the next seven weeks. We weren't on drugs when we came up with this, I promise. <laughs> so next week we'll be watching the first of the uh, the four Hotel Transylvania films. And as a palate cleanser, we decided we we're going to do the Human Centipede. <laughs> <laughs> This is the weirdest family movie night you can possibly create. 
and I have not seen any of those. So I'm the Hotel Transylvania or Human Centipede. So I'm very excited about this very wild journey we're about to go on. Oh yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I am uh, very worried for both. Of you, so. Oh, I've seen I've seen the three Human Centipedes, so okay. I know what we're about to get into. Okay, and oddly enough, only the first two Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> what does that say about me? <laughs> oh. Well, in that case, to be continued. Looks like you survived another episode. The Freaking Cast is a production of FCR Media. It's hosted by Anthony Bowman and Eric Velasquez. Follow us on Twitter at The Freaking Cast or send us a letter at thefreakingcast at gmail.com. Our cover art is by Amanda Keller. You can find her at Keller Illustrations on Instagram. Our theme music is by Vivek Abhishek. Thanks for listening. <laughs>